I did watch one was first. Um, okay. <laughs> so welcome to Mindful. This is the second episode of the podcast and I'm joined with Katie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm going to bring you a bit closer just so we can definitely hear Katie because it's way more important to hear you than me. <laughs> um, so I've got the questions I want to ask you. I'm going to ask everyone the first question like everyone because I think it's I want to kind of establish like an answer with everyone because I'm just like interested yeah, it's just like yeah. a bit selfish yeah. really but I want to ask if you describe yourself as having a mental illness um I think that's like a really interesting one because I'd never typically go up to someone and be like I have an yeah. illness like a mental illness but I would I would say I had like anxiety mm. but I don't know I don't want to I don't want to, I know this is really bad, but I don't want to be like a burden, like to, yeah, to no, be no, like, oh yeah. yeah, this is what's happening. Yeah. And then someone's like worrying about me Yeah. because I, I have those situations where like my really good close friend at home, she struggles a lot and she's told me everything and I wake up in the middle of the night, like really worried about her and I don't yeah. want that to happen with someone else. Yeah. But I also don't think it's bad enough Mm. to like say that I'm mentally ill and I think I actually I'm not quite sure if I I like that term because it is like saying like you have like something's wrong with you like you have an illness and that like makes a stigma around it yeah no exactly exactly so I don't know that's it's actually I think the reason I want to ask is because I have identified as having anxiety and depression, which mm. are like illnesses. Yeah. And like, because I was diagnosed by a doctor, it was very much like, this is what's wrong. We're yeah. going to fix you type thing. And I kind of want to ask because some people would say they've had mental health problems yeah. and issues kind of like sporadically, but not like one disease or one illness throughout their life. Yeah. And some people would be like, I've always had depression. And I kind of want to see like the grayscales between that of like what people yeah. identify as. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Cause that's really interesting because I think, I think it's really interesting. <laughs> I keep saying that. I, I think, think it's I really had, interesting. I think I had a, um, like a year of depression when I was about 14. Okay. But I do, as I'm getting older, I do look back on that kind of um, period and wonder if it was depression or if it was just like growing up and uh, being okay. quite sad and like, um, you know, things happening Hormones with the body and, and like everything. Yeah. And and I did, the thing that I did definitely struggle with was self-harm. Okay. But um, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I, do, I don't want to say that I was Yeah, you don't have to say like, depressed. I have this illness or anything. Yeah. And then when I kind of, um, when it kind of got better and I don't struggle with it now, which which is great mm. but when it kind of like anxiety came around for the longest time I didn't know what it was yeah yeah and oh I God, had yeah. and I thought I was just like a shy weird person yeah. and I never and I spent the longest time not identifying with anxiety yeah but it did get to the point where I researched it and it, like the term came up and I was like holy shit like yeah. this is what it is yeah so I would say I identify with anxiety but in like a in a broad term yeah I, don't know, I, don't know. I had the same thing with anxiety when I was like 16 I knew I was feeling like shit and I, I knew I was having like a lot of panic attacks yeah. I didn't know what they were but I was experiencing like every day and then I remember like looking up the word anxiety because I'd occurred like, somewhere and yeah. I was like oh my god that's what I'm having right yeah. now yeah. and then I was like I was learning more about it and I think people kind of forget that anxiety is an emotion as well as like a, yeah. an illness so mm-hmm. a lot of people experience anxiety as an emotion but I also kind of feel like 
putting a word on it like putting an illness mm. surrounding it kind of gives it power like it, if for yeah. me at least it made me yeah. feel like okay I have the word I know what it is I can kind of deal with it and move on now like yeah. obviously some people don't like that and some people wouldn't want to use the word but I think it's just like personal like for me yeah. I love using I don't love using I love using the word <laughs> but like I like using it because it makes me feel okay I've got control over it I can see yeah, what it is yeah I d- yeah 100% I was talking to my um housemates the other day and we were saying like how um mental illness like if you say like you have a mental illness it can some like really close-minded people can like instantly put you into a category yeah and like how we were saying like you know every person who has anxiety will experience different things every person yeah depression will have a completely different like story and experience and it's I don't think it's fair to like when when people kind of judge you for having having like depression or something that they assume yeah. that you have you know you can't get up in the morning you yeah, can't exactly. do this you can't do that when really like it's completely different it really is because you can everyone. have like intense sides of depression yeah, so like 100%. for somebody who has like clinical depression or who has had it like I don't know for 10 years or something it's obviously going to manifest itself in a really different way mm-hmm. if somebody I've had people in my life who've had it for like a year or they've yeah. had like six months or so where they've just had a really bad depression and then they sort of just lift it out of it naturally and some people just have it all the time yeah. but I think people just assume like you hear the word depression and you just like assume it's the worst yeah. Yeah. and it can just be like a really not boring but it can be like a really kind of mundane thing it just sort of sits inside yeah, you for a bit and yeah. then it goes it's not like yeah. super dramatic like yeah. oh, no, you know. I think that's what I was what I struggled with when like I kind of analyzed what I had when I was 14 with that year where um because at the time I thought it was depression yeah but now I look back I just don't I'm not sure it was bad enough yeah but then but then I don't I don't think that's fair because like if another person said that to me I'd be like um, no, like you can't dismiss. Yeah, don't dismiss. belittle yourself. Yeah, but with me. I'm yeah, with like, yourself. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, like. Um, so yeah, I think it's just you just have to understand like what is a normal emotion, and when you're a teenager, you're going through so much already. Yeah. Already got hormones, your body changing, and then you're already trying to understand who you are and what you want to do. And I think when you have intense like bouts of emotion like that, it could have been depression or it could have just been yeah. like an intense yeah. bit of emotion. Yeah. But as long as you kind of have an understanding of like sometimes it's emotion, sometimes it's mental health, just give like giving yourself a break and being like, yeah. I just struggled either way. I had a yeah. bad year, you know? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I was going to say, and I'm probably, gonna, again, going to ask everyone this just because like I want a bit busy <laughs> and two, just like, I don't know, I just feel like asking. <coughs> what do you think, if anything, most helps you deal with your mental health? Like kind of, do you have any tips or tactics or like things that you feel? Um... I think specifically with anxiety, mm. I try and push myself every day to do something that um, kind of I struggle with. So yeah. like, so like, um, you know how like famous people say like, do something you do, do something that scares you every, every day. day yeah. you, I kind of do that. So like, um, I'll push myself to go into town and just just on my own yeah um and I'll, and I'll like sit in commons like just now with a coffee yeah. on my laptop and I'll just do it um because otherwise I'll just be shut up yeah at home but I also I also li- quite like that I get I feel really like gross in my home if I don't go out yeah so like I, I'm quite a like I need to go out to get fresh air so I'm quite grateful to like my own self like yeah I have to do that and like um 
and I feel I feel quite proud when like I've done something yeah yeah so when I was younger when I this like anxiety first came around I had such a thing with buses like I couldn't get on the bus on my own I used to like um ask my mum or a friend to pay for me like I'll give them the money oh to like talk to the bus driver Yeah. yeah I was absolutely terrified. Like, oh. I have no idea why. But um, when I when I first learned to drive, um, when I was 17, I remember getting going to the bus station, like the park and ride, and actually going into town on myself to meet, by myself to meet a friend. Yeah. And I remember texting my mum like, who did it? Oh, that's so... <laughs> see, but I think it's the little things like that, the little achievements. Yeah. You shouldn't, yeah. like, disregard them. Because, like, yeah. when you have anxiety, little things are massive to yeah. you. Like, yeah. some, I'll have, like, I don't know, three days in a row where we don't leave the house, and then I'll leave the house, and I'll be like, oh, my God. And I'll be, like, walking, like, I'm, oh, my God, I'm doing this yeah, right now. Like, yeah, I'm going. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a little thing to everyone else. It's like really that's a big deal to you but it is a big deal and it's an achievement in itself and you should definitely like appreciate that my um my friend Elliot was like talking to us about like getting nervous and he was like I just never like I don't like I never get nervous and like me and Emmy we were talking to him we were like what can't relate to that (laughs) what do you mean I get nervous like every second of the day (laughs) when I'm like in in, encounter with like another person I'm terrified but like he was just like yeah like it's chill like yeah and I'm like like that's so foreign to me yeah I always said that because I have a twin brother and like he he's a very like cool like confident guy yeah and he just like obviously I've had mental health issues he hasn't um he still obviously gets nervous and has like issues and stuff but like he I don't know I always get jealous of the fact that he's never had mental health issues but I think it's interesting because people and we were talking about this recently a few weeks ago when I went home people are struggling now to see that we're different people because we're twins Mm. and it's like oh well you're obviously just going to feel the same about everything and like he wants to go out and do all these social things and go to these parties and we have like some of the same friendship groups and I'll be the one like I'm too anxious I'm going to stay at home he's like what what do you mean you want to stay at home but it's going to be fun I'm like you don't understand like it's different for me but people are having to like as we're growing up realize that he hasn't had anxiety I have and so everyone deals with things differently we're trying to like just do that on our own and stuff I think that's really interesting and I like the thing about pushing yourself every day yeah I wish I could do that I think that's really cool like that's like inspirational to me I'm like no no I'm like I will I will try and do that once a day and it's like even if it's a tiny thing or if it's like a massive thing and actually the other thing that I do um not necessarily in relation to anxiety but every morning um, you know when you just have those days where you just feel so down and just yeah, like, just like, flat. like even if it's not, um, even if you don't have depression or anything like that, like it's just like everyone one has of those bad things. days. Yeah, I had one yesterday where I just felt so moody during the day, <laughs> but I try and get up. And this is going to sound so cheesy, but every morning I think like I'm going to have a good day. Like, no, that's good, good, honestly. Day. Yeah, because like. <clears throat> one of my new year's re- resolutions like two years ago was to be more positive because my mum used to be like your cup is half empty like not half full you're like your yeah. dad like you're both so moody all the time <laughs> so I kind of I changed my attitude yeah. just to, to kind of life in general and that's helped a I lot I think that's really good a yeah lot. yeah just I like that people always say that to me they're like oh I wake up and I have like an affirmation I'll be like today yeah. it's gonna be a good yeah. day and I just like forget to do those kind of things like yeah. I'd love I'd love to stand in the mirror and be like yeah today's yeah. gonna be a great day I just forget but like if I do do that it genuinely does make the day a lot yeah. better and a lot brighter it, it took a while to get it like as a yeah. routine 
Yeah. I think it's just like believing in yourself before anyone else believes yeah, in you. Like yeah. if you can stand in the mirror and be like, I'm gonna have a good day, I can do yeah. this. Like no one else is gonna be able to say that to you. No one else is gonna feel the need to be like, You've got a great you'll have a great day. But if mm. you can like be honest with yourself and just even if it's a lie, even if it's just like fake yeah, confidence, like yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be great today yeah. and you kinda of know that you're not. Like I think that's a really brave thing to do. I honestly think that's really cool. Yeah. I was gonna ask about our generation just because mm. how old are you I haven't even asked you how old 20 oh cool okay I forgot for a second I was like hold on <laughs> I know someone asked me the other day because I turned 21 in March and I literally went 20 wait oh my god I'm yeah, 21 yeah. now and I, I was just like just turned 20 like two months ago or something February. Oh. but like it's every time I, I think I'm still like the yeah. age before for like six months I don't get used to being the new age until a month before I turn yeah, the next yeah. age and then I'm like and then I'm really into it I'm like yeah I love yeah. this age and then I change it and I'm like oh, damn I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. keep up but I was gonna say because obviously we're both young both uni students yeah. do you think that our generation is kind of susceptible to mental health issues and if I you do think, why I think like um I think social media is like the big kind yeah. of um platform where our attitude has changed mm. and I think um I made some notes <laughs> I love a prepared queen I love it <laughs> um yeah I think we've definitely become more aware mm. through social media and I think kind of this kind of generation is a lot more open yeah to kind of um realizing that everyone is affected by yeah. something even if it's tiny yeah like everyone everyone has it and I think kind of talking to like my grandparents and like my mum and dad my mum and dad aren't as bad as my grandparents but yeah. they're just like what like but like their generation like we don't they don't realize that every other person like had it yeah but they they just hid it like yeah so I think through the influence of social media I think that's been like massive but I also think social media can be kind of dangerous for mental yeah. health just because like massive influences will come yeah. out as having a mental illness and like um kind of like ignorant followers might think that's cool yeah this so, is what like, I worry about I, I don't want it to be a trend like yeah, I think exactly. it kind of it was going really well for a few years and I yeah. love the fact that like big influencers who have a big audience yeah. are able to be like I have anxiety I have depression and young people can look up like we didn't really have that growing up I don't mm. think so people can have that now with youtubers and, and bloggers and things and be like oh I have that too that makes me yeah. feel so much better yeah. but I don't want kids to then see that and be like it's yeah. the thing I said earlier about emotion and mental health like I don't want them to see that and be like oh I'm, I must have it too because I sometimes get scared yeah. and yeah. it's like you need to understand your own emotions a lot yeah. more than that and yeah 100% like um in terms of awareness I think we're definitely yeah. getting a lot better but um I think I think younger people have like an awareness of of other people having it but mm. not necessarily themselves yeah um that's definitely what I kind of struggled with because I'd because I kind of pride myself in being really open-minded and open-minded and not judgmental at all like yeah you could say anything to me I'd be like yeah cool whatever <laughs> secret safe like, with me honestly yeah like, I will be totally fine with it but then switching it like to internally like yeah actually analyzing like what I go through and um and how I don't talk about it is an issue yeah are you accepting of your own yeah stuff that's yeah going and throughout the years I think I am I am becoming more like fine with it and like mm. I'm okay with with like accepting accepting anxiety and all yeah. that but um there's still a lot more to kind of get through, I think. 
definitely yeah and Done I think it. I think yeah. it is interesting with the generational thing because like like you said about the parents and grandparents mm-hmm. like if you think about stuff like I don't know our grandparents would think that they didn't know anyone that was gay maybe yeah and yeah, then obviously exactly. like it, everything has just become a lot more fluid and a lot more talked mm-hmm. about um our grandparents would have known like tons of people that were gay yeah, but they wouldn't but have just, known that they were gay yeah, yeah. but it's like it's the same with mental illnesses there would have been like tons of people in our grandparents lives who had depression yeah. or had maybe like PTSD from like the war and things mm-hmm. like that but they wouldn't have been talked about so they no. wouldn't know about yeah. it I think it yeah. is like I love the fluidity of the information now that's out there but I do also get a bit scared about it because I don't want like younger generations to yeah. take it too badly yeah. or like I think more importantly than anything else there should just be stuff in schools about it like yeah. I don't know about your schooling I never have like, anything about Me mental neither. health Me like literally nothing. nothing I think they like mentioned the word depression like once yeah. and then they just sort of awkwardly like shied away from it yeah I think the education kind of system is so like it's horrible in terms of mental health where we don't get taught, like, we do not get told about it at all. Yeah. I didn't know what anxiety was until I was, like, what, 15? Yeah, and that was and, through Googling it. Yeah, yeah but also through, actually. like, we talk about, um, like, sex education and, like, yeah. how women kind of get told about STDs and, like, yeah. periods, but not about, like, sexual pleasure and, like, consent and all this stuff, yeah. which I think I think is a um, social media coming back to that that's helped yeah with, definitely with um that kind of aspect but yeah my school was terrible for atrocious yeah. yeah I think literally all they cared about teaching us at school was like drugs peer pressure and yeah. like a tiny bit about sex but not like anything really useful it's yeah. just like a picture of a vagina and like yeah. a dildo and like this is a condom and we'd just be yeah. like okay I guess I'm putting that on there now and then like that would be it yeah we didn't even get told about drugs Really? Like I got to uni and I had to say to my friend like, "Wait, what? What's what's, that? <laughs> what's, this? what's this?" And she's like, "Didn't you like learn about this?" And I was like, "No." Our teacher was like really intent on us learning about drugs, and it annoyed me because I didn't really care. And like, yeah. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, yeah. in country, so we did not need yeah. to know that much about drugs. But she literally—I remember she brought out like a briefcase once, mm-hmm. and it had like all these different like versions of drugs. And she was like, "Right, this is this, this is that." And I remember oh being God. like, "I don't care. Do you just something important? Like, yeah. not the drugs aren't an important thing to learn about, but." I think I think within PSHE and stuff, I think there should be more of like a kind of a conversation, an open conversation with children to be like, okay, this is what an emotion is. This is yeah. this is how you're feeling. This this is completely natural. This is normal. 100%. This is mental health. Yeah. Like it should just be more of a, a conversation and not as yeah. much like someone standing with a whiteboard being yeah, like telling you, yeah, yeah, because yeah, exactly. that's just so yeah. like it's just a dictatorship being like, yeah. this is what you need to know. Leave my classroom. This is how you should feel. Yeah. Like if you feel like this, do this. But if you feel like a version of that, like don't. Don't yeah or like this is this is some maybe what you're feeling like that's wrong so try yeah. not to feel like yeah. that and you yeah. just sort of be sat there like I mean <laughs> okay I'm sorry <laughs> I just want to feel what I want to feel you know no I definitely like I get really angry about like the education system like yeah. I get so pissed yeah. off about it um I was gonna ask because you're both are you doing creative writing single yeah, okay are you good I, I don't meet many people that are doing single really? most people I meet are like oh I'm joined and I'm like yeah. oh I'm just a single <laughs> I did I did join last um year actually with drama but I dropped okay. that because just wasn't. it was a bit boring yeah to be honest I kind of learned everything about drama in a level yeah and it was kind of repetitive but in my creative writing like I learned something every day I just literally love it so it's, much. it's such a good degree like when yeah. people ask me about it I get so like so I don't know I'm just like oh so I'm like ask me anything about it <laughs> um, but I was gonna say because obviously then we both do writing mm. do you think it kind of helps you to escape from mental health issues um yes definitely I think I think what kind of writing do you do, by the way? Just like just, oh, just context. Um, People prose, ask that. Prose like, mainly. Prose, oh, okay. Like novels and kind of. Oh, okay. 
Did you I any love, like fantasy stuff? I or? love fantasy oh my God, okay. so much. I don't know why. Um, I kind of like had that feeling about you. I was like, I bet she does like fantasy writing. And then I was like, Wait. said that to me the other day because I, I take um, a poetry module. And okay. I'm, just, I'm just shit at it. <laughs> Literally so safe. <laughs> but, but like I did it anyway and it's yeah. kind of improved my confidence. But um, someone said to me like, do you write fantasy? And I was like, Yes, and yeah. they were like, you're so good at world building. And I was like, oh, oh honestly, I got so that amazing. vibe of you. And I was like, I wonder, let me just ask, I wonder if she writes fantasy because I, I just do, got that vibe. I do. I, I'm a bit obsessed with it. I just love magic. Do you feel like with that, then that you can like even more of an escape because it's like a fantasy yeah, world? Yeah, 100%. But also, I feel like um, in like everything I write, kind of, I think it kind of naturally comes out kind of um, feelings of like, anxiety and stuff not necessarily yeah. with the characters but maybe the way like I write it just an awareness yeah. of everything Do you mean like if you're feeling it it'll naturally just be yeah. in the writing but I also feel like with with like my experience of anxiety and like honing in on every little detail about yeah. everyone and everything that's really helped in my writing oh, really? <laughs> because now I have because when I'm when I picture myself as the character I don't um, just go from action to action. I go from description, just to, yeah. just like like everything around. Um, I kind of I can bring to life, and that's really helped. Yeah. But um, also, like, I think I, it does really help in terms of when when I don't write. It's really odd when I don't write at all for maybe like a week. I get really like like stitchy. I get oh my god! Really like weird. jittery. Yeah, I literally like, get the same thing. Like. like it needs to come out yeah and yeah. then as soon as I write I'm mm-hmm. just I feel so great it's so I love that weird. you said that because I always feel that and I've told someone that before and they were like uh are you okay yeah, and I'm like yeah. no I'm fine but like I just feel the need yeah, to do it yeah and if I don't do it for like a day it'll, like it'll build up with me and I'll get to like the end of the week and yeah, I'm like I just get yeah. it all out and I'm just like oh I feel good now yeah. okay like it's I so love, weird I really like having like um tasks every week like writing tasks yeah. because that keeps it on a like a level yeah of where I can um just like spill everything out and just like yeah but then when it gets to summer mm. and you're not really doing anything I still need to like write, oh god yeah like 100% because yeah. like it just I don't even know even if it's it something is, tiny yeah. every day yeah. it just helps yeah even it's like, like an addiction or something <laughs> yeah like even like I'll get I'll, something would have happened on like a night out and I'll get home like drunk and like I need to get it out like I need to get my like little <laughs> this is a great story like, this happened <laughs> and like with with dreams as well like yeah as soon as I wake up and I have a dream I'm like oh my god this could be like a story plot oh that's so cool it's just it surrounds kind of every writer's life I yeah think, like 100 I feel like well, at least I don't know speaking for everyone who like has done this degree but obviously because mm. we're in our second year I was so near the end which is really weird but like I remember last year terrifying. yeah literally it's, I, <laughs> people have been talking about it recently and I just like I don't want to think about it I it's know, like next month and I'm like because we were like picking options for third year and like doing student finance for third year mm. and I was like oh, I'm gonna cry mm. um but I remember last year like obviously everyone was in the same boat we all started like mm. I hadn't done a creative writing A-level. I was, yeah, like, completely same. brand new to it. Yeah. Same. And, like, almost everyone I met was like, oh, I just did an A-level. And I was like, great for you. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm, this is completely terrifying yeah. for me. But I remember everyone being in the same boat and everyone kind of talking about it and everyone just being like, it's it's just this community. Like, it's just mm. a sense of, like, 
when you're in it and when you are here writing and when you have that it's like when you first dip your toes in the water of writing yeah. and then you're like oh my god I cannot stop yeah and then it's like addictive yeah. and then you go home like for the holidays and you're just like oh I want to go back and it's just yeah, like yeah I don't I know do. many degrees like that but this one is yeah just like, I do love this um degree in this like uni loads of people talk shit about it and I'm just like oh I have problems with like the like uni it. in terms of like student support I feel like yeah, a few issues yeah. but I mean the actual degree the I actual love degrees is great yeah I really like it and I like sitting just like being around like everyone that's kind of like creative yeah just because I don't get that at home because my my sister is very much like my dad like he's very um like analytical and like he's like a manager of like a building um company oh okay and she wants to do like business and my mum's my mum's a little bit more like me she's a bit ditzy (laughs) but she she doesn't write but she reads a lot so that's that's nice yeah but um my my dad and my sister always say like you live in like another world like yeah just in I your head yeah when I don't concentrate on politics or anything <laughs> I'm just like I want to like meet a dragon and they're like Casey you need to like get with it and I'll be like I don't want to get with it Casey like, taxes you're just like no but dragons and unicorns <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that and That's then when so I funny. come like to and like I talk to writers here yeah. and I'm like dragons and they're like oh my oh god. my god dragons though. Yes. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, oh I feel it. I love that part of the degree. Like, mm. especially when you, I think in first year, you will like find kind of groups that write like similar stuff to you. Yeah. And you will sort of like portion off. And yeah. then you just like get really excited. Like I've had like hours and hours of conversations with people at uni, like who are doing our degree, who just like yeah. talk and talk about like, I wrote this one thing. Like, oh, I, re- yeah, I read that once. Oh my yeah. God. And I saw this TV show last month. And it was just like, it's just yeah. so much creativity and like yeah. inspiration. I, I love I it. I also love like, how everyone doing creative writing is doing it because of a passion and yeah. not because of like like money driven yeah like not um so like the, some of my friends like are doing business because they want to be like get be successful in kind of like money terms but yeah like I, I say to my family I'm fine in like a rundown cottage with like five dogs like, yeah oh my god that's the dream that's the actual dream I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I like the idea of it being like, I never really thought about that. We're doing it because we want to. It's the creativity, not like, I need to get this job so my parents will be proud of me. Like, I don't really give a crap if my parents are proud of me. I just want to do what I enjoy. Yeah, but I also think it's really brave when people admit that. Because when I kind of, I remember when I kind of had the idea of doing creative writing at uni, Mm. like my dad was, he was, he was, I was really lucky because he never kind of said, you know, you won't earn money. Yeah. Like, you need to do something else. My family was always really supportive. But I remember, like, my mum kind of telling me that he was a bit scared. Oh, uh, yeah. Just because, like, um, he didn't want me to be, like, financially, like, um, in debt and stuff. Yeah. But um, I think through, like, this year especially, he, he's kind of realised, like, how passionate, like, we can yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, I think, I think my family kind of realised that um you know it's 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 brave for of me to say like, it is, it's, bold, like yeah. it's what we want to do kind of thing and I think like success can really be driven by passion so yeah. I feel like even though I know a lot of us are going to graduate with like we're not going to write a book straight away yeah, we're maybe not yeah. going to have a job straight away we're all going to have so much passion and I feel yeah. like that's something that this at least this uni and this like degree yeah. is really like cultivating yeah we're all going to be like completely passionate about yeah. our subjects even if we don't like go into it for another 10 yeah, years yeah it kind of freaks me out when people aren't passionate about what yeah. they want to do. Because my sister, like, she she doesn't really have 
a thing where she just absolutely loves like I'm my thing is books and writing and like um but she doesn't really have anything specific to her and I'm just like how yeah how aren't you kind of like do you ever get that feeling where like your chest like feels like it's gonna explode because you're talking about something you love and she's like no (laughs) how do you live like like that yeah are you you're a robot (laughs) (laughs) you have no feeling yeah (laughs) I guess everyone has like little passions but yeah I think it's just hard to see it like not as a big one because I just all of my passions for writing are just so like big and dreamlike and I'm yeah. just like oh I'm gonna be this person someday yeah, yeah. and I've always been like that so I, I think it's hard for me to see people like that as yeah well. yeah same. but it, yeah. everyone's different I suppose aren't they yeah yeah I was gonna say and this kind of I guess neatly links into because you're talking about family do you have people in your life who really really understand your mental health and then do you have like people polar opposite who just don't understand it and don't talk to you about it yeah um I think I think I've had I mean I'm at uni um, I'm lucky to be surrounded by my f- housemates who are to understand. Yeah. Um, two of them don't necessarily have um, any problem, especially yeah. my one friend Emily. She's just so confident. Right? Yeah. And she's just she's just the best, and she's kind of like what I aspired. <laughs> Everything you want to be, yeah. Be. But then with um, with Emmy, who you know, like yeah. I know she has experienced some things um that I have and it's just nice to kind of like joke about it sometimes and just kind of play around and know that someone is there and like we don't necessarily like talk in depth about it but yeah it's nice to know that someone's kind of in the same boat yeah but um at home um my family hasn't had any issues yeah and it was it has been really kind of scary as I've grown up and like um I I absolutely adore them but they don't understand yeah and when I did say to my mum like listen I think I've got anxiety yeah her first reaction was no you don't what are you talking about like no "No, you don't yeah and that was really disheartening yeah really painful because like obviously like our parents know us in and out but there are things that they don't understand and they can't yeah. really see. It's it's private. It's inside. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And and when um, the pro- probably like the few of the kind of darkest days <laughs> have been surrounding like my parents finding out about like self harm. Yeah. And they just they did not understand it. Like, yeah. Just had no idea, and they would and they would they would. Te- it was horrible to see them terrified from when I kind of came out with having self-harm yeah they they obviously instantly thought about like suicide like that it's horrible to think that my parents think of that yeah but obviously they didn't understand it enough to realize there were different levels this is again like with the yeah. depression and with the gray like in between kind of scales yeah. people yeah. don't assume that like, they just you hear the word self-harm and you're like oh my god yeah. so she tried to kill herself or she she yeah. wanted that and it's like self-harm is such a difficult topic yeah. but it, there's so many levels to like to it and I've yeah. known I mean I, I was about to say hundreds but I've known tens of people who have self-harmed who who did it for a variety of different reasons yeah. you know yeah and it was some it was a kind of cry for help some it was a genuinely wanting to feel pain because they felt really numb like it Mm. it was completely different for different people and I think it's kind of sad like obviously your parents they love you and they care about you but I would have been like heartbroken if someone kind of yeah exactly like said that imagine your own kid like yeah that's that's where like I kind of think um I don't want to talk about my parents just because 
I love them so much and like seeing that kind of pain. It's like you want to protect terrifying. them from it. It's it's horrible. Yeah. So when I'm at home, I don't necessarily talk to them about it. Um, but I know that they know. Yeah. And I know that um, they'd be they'd be fine with they're, yeah. they're like accepting of it but it is it is hard to kind of come out and say look I've experienced this and they say but like why like the yeah. thing the thing with like um the self-harm thing in like my family is that my mum kind of said like no one's had it in our family yeah like why do you where's this come it? from where's it come from yeah. yeah so that's quite that was quite hard but yeah definitely but yeah no the thing about self-harm like um I don't know if I, I don't want to go into like no no yeah no you say anyway. whatever you feel comfortable with but um like later in um like a few years later I kind of realized that it was actually linked more to anxiety than it was depression because yeah. it was it was a release of when I was on the verge of panic attack yeah and that's that that was really kind of like strange to realize yeah and like um do you mean like you would do it instead of having the panic attack it would be yeah, like a, yeah yeah a diversion yeah yeah it was kind of like a like you're gonna ooh, and then you do it and you're like ooh, yeah kind of thing and um and no one would understand that in my no. family no one but I did but also growing up I didn't I didn't have to kind of um oppress it too much because I, I had a friend that I could talk to her yeah. about it and when I told her about and I showed her everything she was like she was fine she was going through the same thing actually. yeah so I was lucky in that ex- aspect but um, yeah, it's just. I mean, it is hard because you don't want to upset anyone, but you also don't want to suppress it so much that yeah. it gets so bad. Yeah. So I think writing, like writing about such it, such a release, is such a good, amazing thing. And I, I think even if you're not a writer, I would inc- encourage that. Literally, yeah. Just every just day, for if it literally if it's just on like the notes page on your phone, yeah. just like writing. Like I remember reading somewhere about like. Um, I think it was this writer who said one thing that helped me was every day I'd like I'd go after work or something I'd be on my phone and I'd write like five bullet points mm. of like all the things I've noticed that I've felt today so yeah. far and it was just a basic thing just like writing down like I felt a bit awkward I felt a bit nervous I felt really silly yeah. earlier but it's like she did that for I think like a year and then after that she just she looked back on the notes page and she was like oh my god like I could see my I could track my emotions mm. and like writing that was just such a release I yeah. think that's so inter- like yeah. I find that so interesting I'm just like oh my god that's yeah odd. yeah it's, it really really helps honestly it does it really does what do you think is something because obviously you know you talked about you've had issues or you've experienced mental health issues mm. however you want to define it since mm. you were like 14 15 yeah. Yeah. what do you think is something that you've learned about looking after it and looking after yourself during that time um I think I think I'm only actually coming to terms with kind of realizing that I need to look after myself. Yeah. Because I'm such a person that kind of, um, I do have a problem with putting it back to the back of my mind. Yeah. Should I deal with it later? And then it, it actually it comes out at night. You know oh. what, what how things do. Yeah. You're sitting in bed and you're like, oh, this is blah blah blah. And I actually, it's funny. It's funny you ask that because yesterday, um, I. I said I um, performed a poem for my class and my teacher kind of and it was quite quite exposing like of what I had um, experienced with like um, feeling like numb after like sexual um, experiences and stuff and she kind of she kind of sat back and she was like we need to talk more about like looking after yourself when you've exposed something 
so private. Oh, that's interesting. And then like she the kind aftermath. Of, of yeah, it. and she kind of said like, you know, go buy yourself a chocolate bar, like have a bath, look after yourself. And I and I realize it now that yeah, it needs to be more talked about. Yeah. Like just kind of because I do I read things about like you're allowed to take a mental health day, like yeah. you're allowed to do it. And but um when I kind of do that I have a habit of saying like don't use it as an excuse not to work oh, okay. or don't use it use it as an excuse not to like have fun and do something yeah so I'm still kind of like working that out yeah that's really interesting yeah. actually that kind of reminds me of like the idea of like a, a wound and like a plaster and like mm. kind of peeling off the plaster and having the wound just like open yeah. and then like not doing anything after yeah. to like look at. I think that's so I've never really thought about that before because yeah. like I guess when you talk about like I've talked about mental health for the last few years and it's it's kind of I was thinking about this earlier it's kind of annoying because like some people just assume I'm like that person yeah. it's like because I went through it during school and stuff everyone I think everyone's like there's the girl who like had a breakdown mm-hmm. and like and I'm just like that's me but, <laughs> but when you talk about it you get like identified as it and I think I think for so many years I was just like so open mm-hmm. and I just like wrote articles and like wrote blog posts and just like spoke yeah. to me about it loads because it was like therapeutic to me but yeah. I never like considered looking after myself during that time yeah. I just sort of did it to help other people but yeah. like it, it's such an open like raw thing to do yeah it's crazy I think it's really important to like reflect as yeah. well just kind of like if you've had a bad day just sit down and like do something that you love yeah so my my downtime is reading and that kind of sets me in a, a good enough mood yeah. <laughs> to kind of um, reflect and stuff. I yeah. think that's really important. And I think I need to practice that a lot more because, like, I'll go through, like, I'll be like, do this, do that, do this, do that. Yeah. Oh, I feel a bit anxious here, but let's carry on with the day, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then, um, and then you don't kind of realise how you've pushed it to the back of your mind. Yeah. And so. I think, like, you have to... I don't know you have to have a this is what me and Amy were kind of talking about last week but you have to have a kind of love and respect for yourself enough to be like okay I respect myself I can see that I'm struggling yeah let myself have a day Mm -hmm. and just see I need this let's just go and like turn your phone off and just don't do anything and just look after yourself I think you have you can't do that until you really want to see yourself be better until you you really love yourself like I think that has to have you have to have both to really feel that um yeah. I've already asked one more question because we're like nearly about 40 minutes okay, cool. I'm gonna try and be more strict than I was last <laughs> week so I'm just like trying to cap it off um but I think the last thing that I want to ask because genuinely I find this interesting as of both uni students um do you think that uni life and uni culture has made your mental health worse or better mm. and like why do you think it's affected in any way um yeah 100 I think it's gotten better oh really actually, because um when I was at home, I really tended to hide behind my mum yeah. and, like, hide behind my friends. And being thrown into a situation in first year where you're surrounded by complete strangers yeah. and you have to be, like, 100%, like, yourself yeah. and you have to be 100% independent, it, it 100% gave me more confidence. That's really interesting. So, like, I'd be I'd, – I went to uni and maybe a few months later I'd come back and my grandparents were like, whoa, like, you're so much more, like, confident. And I yeah. felt more grown up. Yeah. And, like, I'm not afraid to, like, get on the bus anymore. I'm not afraid to go into town on my own. Even though it it still, like, lives there and it's still yeah. part of my everyday life. But it's like, less. Life. It's, it's I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily less, but it's, it, I've become a lot more accepting of it. Okay, yeah. And, um, and I've, I've just kind of considered, you know, it's there. Yeah. Like, it's fine if you feel this way it's fine if you feel that way um 
but yeah I've had more confidence with that's it. really interesting because yeah. I, I think most people that I speak to about like uni culture we kind of I guess we kind of fixate on the negative aspects yeah which like it's probably a bad thing now that I'm thinking about it but we kind of fixate on the stuff that that negatively affects you and mm-hmm. I hadn't really considered because like I think uni has been a really good thing for me but I sometimes yeah. do fixate on like last year I was in a really bad place yeah, yeah. and I'm like oh yeah yeah that was uni's fault but then I'm like I think it was just I was just going through a bad time yeah and uni actually is a really good opportunity like with workshopping and like creative writing classes I'd never done something like that before oh, like sitting in a class of like 30 people and they just read out your work and then they just like slate you or like give you really good like feedback and you're just it's the most terrifying thing mm-hmm. you're just sat there like oh my god yeah. but you you learn so excuse me you learn so much from it you learn so much about yourself and your ability and you learn yeah. so much about like improvement and like yeah. also when it's workshopping someone else it's like if we were workshopping yours yeah you learn so much about how to give someone that feedback and how to tell someone yeah. like I really like this bit but I struggled with this bit and yeah. like it, there's just so much you learn and I think that's something that's really given me yeah. a lot more confidence I feel so much com- more confident as a writer like yeah because of uni yeah. so much more like I look forward to workshopping now I, I just want to yeah. improve and get better yeah yeah I think I saw it last year as like a daunting thing and now I'm just oh like God. oh my god workshopping terrified. yeah absolutely terrified I'm still terrified with poetry actually because I know I'm shit oh my god but like with yeah. prose, I know that I'm like heading in the right direction I'm see like, I'm okay, like I've it. never really liked writing fiction like I'm not really a fiction person right, yeah. we did a bit of it in last year because we sort of had to dabble in everything last year and I remember like workshopping my fiction and everyone just being like this is kind of like not great and they were like looking at all the technical stuff and being like you haven't done that you haven't done yeah. that and I was like sorry yeah. and I with poetry I, I did it last year and like I love writing it but I hate like studying other people's and like writing yeah, the essays and stuff yeah. so I struggle with that but it also I learned so much from the workshop yeah. from there yeah. it really is helpful yeah. thank you so much for talking to me <laughs> that was so exciting so lovely thank you for having thank me thank you really I'm gonna like say I don't know how to say goodbye in these episodes I'm just bye. sort of like <laughs> bye <ya>. guys <laughs> <laughs>